the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred. But we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I am Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles, of course, at our website at missionamerica.com, but also on the American Family Association blog, The Stand, at Olive Tree Views, at lifesitenews.com, on WND.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to go to our website and look at all the articles we have about the schools during the shutdown and some ideas for you parents and grandparents at home. And you can learn more about all this on our website at missionamerica.com. Well, just when we thought it was safe to have our children at home and that perhaps they wouldn't have to deal with indoctrination from the radicals for a few months, here comes the sex education cartel, basically, declaring a war on families, on children, and on you, parents. Parents, you may want to have your younger kids occupied elsewhere for a few minutes as we cover some of the details about this issue, but it's important for you to know what's going on here. This month, May, is being called Sex Ed for All Month. It's the new name. They want to replace the former title Teen Pregnancy Prevention Month, and that's because Planned Parenthood has joined with all of the homosexual and transgender groups and every other sexual radical out there who are interested in kids And they're way beyond thinking about just heterosexual sex and teen pregnancy. They want to tell kids all about homosexuality, gender switching, why they should embrace and not hesitate to embrace those ideas and those behaviors. 
all the sex practices involved with those identities, as well as about the idea of consent, not just how to say no, but the way they always twist things around, how you can say yes at very young ages and do it in an erotic fashion, and they teach you all the different cool sexual ways you can say yes, and even some darker practices that are not just bizarre for kids or for adults, they're also just plain dangerous. The groups behind this Sex Ed for All month include, of course, Planned Parenthood, a group called SECUS, that's the Sex Information and Education Council of the U.S., but it's not a federal agency. It's a private group that grew out of Planned Parenthood 50 or more years ago, and several other groups trying to push federal and state legislation to demand that they get access to your children to indoctrinate them, to tell them they have sexual rights and they should be able to do what they want regardless of what you say. As they put it in one of their press releases, kids need to be able to live life on their own terms. The press release also says that this month, quote, focuses on working toward all young people having the power and right to access the education and health care they need to achieve the best positive outcomes for themselves, unquote. As if caring parents and responsible adults would withhold accurate and helpful information. We never do that. In other words, here's what they really want to do. They want to make sure parents are shoved out of the way as they corrupt and deceive children and draw them into early sexual behavior, into high-risk conduct that will cause early pregnancy, and then teach them the benefits of what they call access to abortion, that is, of course, destroying your own child after they have that early pregnancy, and then somehow managing all the medical and emotional complications that these early triple X-rated sex practices involve. But they don't care. They don't care. The goal is to reach children, groom them for sexual contact early, and along the way, and here's the key, folks, I think this is behind all of it, sell abortions, condoms, birth control pills, birth control shots, all kinds of pharmaceuticals, and help all the other profit centers that are actually behind this destructive nonsense. It's big pharma, big latex, big abortion, all joined together to make money on the corruption of your children. I know I discuss sex ed a lot, but the reality is that most Christians, and I really would prefer this was something other than what it is, but of course it's your decision, folks. However, I want you to think about this. Most Christians still have their children in public schools and that most of these kids will, even in Ohio, be exposed to the very graphic and obscene lessons that come with this kind of sex education they're promoting. It's called comprehensive sex education. This is the type of sex ed that we're talking about here. These lessons are often taught in Ohio, all over the place, in Cuyahoga County, down in Cincinnati. This type of sex ed is taught in central Ohio by a group that many of the schools contract with, 
They're not within the schools. They're a private group called Sintero, S-Y-N-T-E-R-O. And if your child goes to school in Westerville, Columbus City, Hilliard, Dublin, Upper Arlington, or Grandview, and others around the central Ohio area, they are going to hear from Sintero representatives and hear the worst of the worst, the most graphic, inappropriate, and high-risk messages one can transmit to another human being, much less vulnerable, impressionable young kids, starting in middle school. Yes, this even starts in middle school. And get this part. Now, you may be thinking, wait, wait, hold on. Ohio, if we're talking Ohio, doesn't Ohio have a law mandating abstinence until marriage? That that is what is emphasized? Well, yes, this triple X rated material is taught in the same classes that a few weeks later will also hear abstinence until marriage lessons as well, or sexual risk avoidance is what they often call it now. Is this confusing to kids? You bet it is. The one message undermines the other. And that's how what they're trying to do. That's how they're getting away with teaching this gross and inappropriate, obscene, dangerous sex ed to kids. Because they also give them an abstinence message on another day. A clear abstinence message, not just tossing the word around here and there. We have this law in Ohio. Many schools are violating the intent of that law. Absolutely right. And watch for legislation to come out, friends, where that is going at some point to be addressed. So that's the month of May, and these groups intend to reach the Democrats in Congress and in every other state legislature if they can. And where the Democrats are in majority, it's a danger because they want to mandate that this gross and inappropriate, dangerous sex education be mandated for all schools. We're going to keep talking about this more in the coming weeks because the lid is coming off. Friends and parents do not, when they learn what's going on, they do not like what they see. So the roots and tentacles of this nonsense extend in many different directions. But here's another one, the World Health Organization. Yes, I want to play a clip from a podcast by conservative writer Matt Walsh where he very quickly lays out the connection of this obscene sex ed to the WHO and what that organization recommends. It is, if you, if you doubted the World Health Organization before, you sure will after you hear that. But before I do that, let me just backtrack a bit to the coronavirus shutdown and now our beginning attempts to open our country back up. I recently wrote an article, and it's on our website, and it's also at the American Family Association's blog called The Stand, and it's also on LifeSite News. The article on our site, um, the title is a bit different on the other sites, but the article on our site is called Let's Go Back to Better, Not Normal. People, People keep talking about let's return to normal. Well, in some ways, yes, but in some ways, here's what I wanted to say. I would love to see since we've taken a pause to draw close to our families, even doing some homeschooling for for many of you, and using some of this time to perhaps reflect on what matters most to us, I really wish we could keep some parts of the past and then discard, do away with others. For instance, I really hope we can 
continue to hold our children close and cherish and protect them. And we've just talked about one way that can happen. Friends, we must stop letting them be subjected to this depravity during the school day. It undermines, first of all, their idealism. Of course, their innocence. It undermines their belief in authority. Why are my parents letting these people teach me this? They may not articulate that, but that's in the back of the minds of every child who has to learn this stuff, to even have to listen to this garbage. They're thinking, what? Why do I have to listen to this? Kids have nonsense detectors, and many of them hate this comprehensive sex education teaching. They know it's destructive. We must be willing to stand up and protect them from the increasing numbers of people eager to corrupt their minds, hearts, and bodies. One other thing I wished for in this article that I wrote is that we could just leave abortion behind. I know that's, with God, all things are are possible and are still possible, right? I know this is a huge, huge prayer and wish, but let's keep praying for that and wishing for that. I know it's unlikely, but it may not be. I do think with the discussions about what were the parameters of a non-essential medical service during the shutdown, that it caused a different type of reflection on the part of a lot of people. Hmm, abortion. Why would that be essential? Let's just think about that. Even if they were pro-choice, perhaps it stirred a bit of different thinking in their heads. So I hope all this will continue to open people's eyes to what's really happening and that we could just shed a few tears for these thousands of lives just in Ohio taken every year in these abortion clinics and then end the practice once and for all. I really wish we could leave behind the promotion of homosexuality and gender rebellion and the gender mutilation being offered to children and teens. Oh, how wonderful it would be if these gender mutilation clinics at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Akron, in Cleveland, and elsewhere would close down for good, and that this era of destroying the lives and bodies happily with medical approval all around, the insanity of this would just come to an end and our kids would be spared a lifetime of complication and sadness and regret. I wish we could leave behind the pride parades forever. I wish they would never happen again anywhere. We are very blessed that many of them have been postponed. Some have been called off completely for this year, like the giant New York City homosexual pride parade. So wouldn't it be great if they were just gone, just gone, and stopped misleading people and stopped being proud of something that God so clearly calls sin and is so obviously depraved lifestyles. Another prayer I have is that our country and especially the church would really get serious about combating the epidemic of pornography use in our country. It's ruining lives. It's acting as an untreated infection in our culture. There's more about that in, in my article. 
So I want you to listen to the Matt Walsh clip, but we will do this after our break here so that you can hear what the World Health Organization recommends about sex education for children at age four or even younger. So stay with us here on Mission America Radio, friends. This is Linda Harvey, and we will be right back after these messages. Friends, I want to make sure you know about all the resources you can access at our MissionAmerica.com website. And also, I want to make sure you know you now have the option of a safe, secure online donation at Mission America if you are so moved to support our ministry. So go to MissionAmerica.com for more information. And thank you so much for your prayers and support. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. Okay, so we are talking today about the assault on children and families through school sex education programs, which don't forget, friends, especially as more and more children and teens are online doing schoolwork right now, are backed up by outrageous, pornographic, heartbreaking websites, if you look at them. Um, and YouTube videos put out by Planned Parenthood, Seekus, a group called Advocates for Youth, Glisten, of course, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, and many others that just smash whatever is left of a child's ideals and hope and dreams and innocence. You know that verse in Scripture where the Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians 4, eight. Here's what he says. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That's what we're told. Well, but then here's what our children are handed by the world. These depraved educators, groups, politicians that back them up want to drag children down to a very base level as early as possible and convince them, unless we stop it, that all this is very normal. Oral sex, anal sex, even teen pregnancy and abortion are normal. And this is what they can expect and they should expect nothing else. And in fact, it's wonderful. It's not wonderful. This is the best there is. That's what our kids are being, the implication is being given to our kids, that this is as good as it gets. These folks even normalize the idea of getting a sexually transmitted infection. Yes, that's out there now. Everyone gets one is the new advice. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go into more detail about how these groups have rolled out that idea on another show uh, in the future. But it's a good thing we know that God, good health, and common decency are on our side because we have mighty or seemingly mighty groups like the World Health Organization, which did such a stellar job of warning the world about the coronavirus, providing documents with its standards for sex education for children. So Matt Walsh did a podcast, and here's what he says, quote, the case against the WHO goes well beyond stumbling and bumbling about the coronavirus. And then he goes on to talk about the WHO's standards for sex education. Children should have agency in their own sexual practices, 
the WHO says, that this, the kind of sex education we've been talking about here, comprehensive sex education can, quote, help children form respectful and healthy sexual relationships with sexual partners, unquote. Children? Sexual partners? Well, let's go on and listen to Matt Walsh as he further rolls this out for us. And the guidelines for even the youngest age groups are fairly shocking. Um, The document provides what they call a holistic approach that empowers children to become, quote, more empowered in order to live out their sexuality and their partnerships in a fulfilling and responsible manner. The true horror of this approach becomes clear when you realize what they want children as young as four years old to be empowered to do exactly. Um, an educational matrix within the document provides specific guidelines for different age groups. And so it goes through, you know, children ages zero to four, children four to six, uh, six to eight, and, and on down the line. Now, children from ages zero to four, we're told, according to these WHO guidelines, should be, quote, given information about the, quote, discovery of their own body and own genitals, and, quote, enjoyment and pleasure when touching one's own body, uh, early childhood masturbation. Uh, They're also supposed to be informed of their, quote, right to explore gender identities. Remember, we're talking about children zero to four. So we're talking basically about toddlers. Um, Children between four and six, according to the WHO's guidelines, are supposed to be informed about of course, also uh, masturbation and, and general ex- ex- exploration as well. This is a this is a common theme that they return to. They they want those topics especially to be talked about quite a lot with with kids at all age groups and pairs. But there's the added wrinkle that uh, homosexual relationships are supposed to be introduced at this point from four to six. The guidelines get more graphic as you move into the older age brackets. Um, kids between the ages of sixteen and eighteen, we are told. This is, what, this is what it says about the kids in that age bracket. It says, the sexual career of young people usually proceeds as follows. Kissing, touching, and caressing with clothes on, naked petting, sexual intercourse, and finally, oral sex and sometimes anal sex. Um, now, the phrase sexual career of young people coming from a giant bureaucratic organization that alone should severely creep you out. That is, that is very brave new world, right? But then all of this, in fact, the very idea of government schools teaching sex ed should creep you out. It's, it's, this is what I think we need to understand. It is inevitable that government sex education will take this kind of sharp left turn into grotesquerie of this sort. So we have what seems like an uphill battle, and it seems unbelievably daunting when you hear the mainstream media just gush all over these groups, defend Planned Parenthood everywhere they turn, give no time and effort to actually researching what's going on. They give all the publicity to these radical groups and spokespeople and politicians, mostly Democrats, And all of these organizations and so-called educators declaring the month of May sex ed for all month, as if 
as if children are left traditionally with absolutely no information and that there's a lack of valid education that can be and has always been transmitted to children responsibly with high moral guidance, guiding them toward sexuality reserved for the beauty and wonder and health and long-term well-being of marriage as God designed it. We must keep speaking out, friends, standing up for what we know is right and fighting. And remember, remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Friends, I want to make sure you know about a resource that we have available at Mission America, and that is my book, written especially for youth, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And it's especially pertinent to those kids who are hearing so much homosexual propaganda in our schools, in our culture, in the media, even sometimes in some churches. And we need to tell them, you know, that friend, that cousin who might be saying they believe they were born homosexual well maybe he's not gay maybe there's another whole story they are not hearing and my book lays this out so go to missionamerica.com